Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, teenage professional shogi players, the power of adoptive families, abusive situations, heartfelt drama, and manga news. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Listener viewer discretion is advised. Spark and Manga Review, episode 524. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review. I'm your host, Zan. I'm Greta. And we're here to talk about some cool things. And we're here to say, Konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hello, and welcome to a very cool episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Some podcasts have made reviews about connecting enhanced narratives, and it has been a while since you've actually done a podcast. More importantly, this is the first time you're in our YouTube channel. Actually, it's not true. You've done reactions and other things, but this is the first one also in our new apartment. So true. Well, it's not new. It's been six months, so it is what it is. They don't know that. New. They've, they've been watching for a while, so they know. Six months could be new. We need to put, well, we do need to put something in the corner over there, <laughs> I think. Fill over there. Maybe a poster. Yeah. But that's for the future. Uh, for those who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, Spirekin, or some podcasts and various reviews about connecting enhanced narratives, is a nerdy podcast where every episode we talk about various geeky topics. Since it's the manga review, we're talking about... Manga! And we tell you the pros and cons about it, if it's worth reading, if it's worth investing your time in, or if you should avoid it like the plague. Where can they find us at? www.spirekin.com We're also, we're also on... YouTube. Yep, at youtube.com forward slash Spirekin. Remember to hit that bell for notifications, like, share, and subscribe. And with that in mind, let's actually get to it, because this is a little fun one. It's a little different for what we've been doing lately because we've been doing a lot of more Izakai stuff. This is not Izakai. This is totally realistic. But let's get to it. So, if you remember from that last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And it's dictated on to be reviewing a manga that was written by someone kind of interesting and kind of weird, too. And who are we talking about? Chika Umino. Yep, and the creator of Honey and Clover, which is an interesting sentence series. It's about going to college and joining an art school. Really cool. And the cool thing is that Chico Amino is friends with a lot of actual really popular sentence authors. And so what they would do at the end of every chapter, if you got the magazine, is they would draw the characters. And if you watch the anime, they do the same thing. So kind of cool. The first one is Kentaro Mura drawing the main character. And it's like, he looks really cool. But whatever. Uh, this this was published by Hakushensha and Denpub, our friends at uh, all the way in the Midwest. Hi, Ed. Yep, Ed Chavez and his three associates have created some amazing work. They're notable for their amazing artwork, and more importantly, their French folds, which is... Super fancy. Yeah. Uh, last um, con I went to, I asked him about it. I was like, why? And he's like, I like doing that. And it's like, eh. It's because they can't do the obis, which are the little wraparounds, so they do this instead. But I digress. Uh, so uh, what was the original run on this series? 2008 to 2016, and then 2016 to current day, because... It was released in two different magazines. First started off in Jet Comics, and then moved over to Young Animal Comics. They've actually announced that the series is about to end. They're finally going to finish it after so many years. And supposedly good things are going to happen to the main character, because he's gone through kind of a weird phase. But... We'll get he deserves to, a good ending. But we'll get to that in a bit. Um, there are currently 17 volumes available right now. And it is a Senen series, meaning it's for adult men over the age of 18. But I think this could be for anybody, really. I mean, I'm not an adult man over the age of 18, but I like it. I will say, though, the one thing about it is that this is not for kids. Because they'll find it... There's not a lot of action going on. It's more dramatic. And it's one where it's a little more... A think piece? Yeah, there, well, there's a lot of emotion in it. And you have to experience some stuff to understand it. I think you can read it early on, having gone through something or 
not and then have an appreciation for it later that's completely different. Very true. And this is actually a... Drama, slice of life, coming of age. And a shogui manga because it goes over shogi and shogi towns. They actually have a shogi consultant who every chapter gives you huge information about it and also how to play. Like they give you like if you read those old magazines, you see the... This is this is this move. What do you do now? And I'm a fairly smart individual, and this is beyond me. Yeah, we'll get to Shogi in a little bit of the, the history of that. But uh, the original, what was the original title on this one? San Gotsu no Rion. Rion, or the Lion of March, but it is known in English simply as March comes in like a lion. March comes in like a lion, and this is a unique and different story about a young man named Ray. Who has had a weird life? Um, how do we describe it? Pretty much, um, Ray. He lives alone. He uh, is employed at seventeen years old, and he's paid to be a shogi player. Are we doing spoilers? Uh, not too much. Just a just some light spoiling. Poor Ray has been through things. He has been through things. He's very much alone. That's how the whole. It opens up where he actually meets his um, his. Uh, his foster father at a shogi tournament because he's going against him. And this is where we find out that he doesn't live with his foster family. He's moved out because he has some issues with the family. Nothing with the dad. Well, they're babies. Or the family has issues with him. More about that. So he lives alone in the middle of the city. He pays for his own money. He makes a decent living, but he's alone. The only highlight of his life is a unique group of people. A weird family he met, the Kawamoto's. And the Kaomotos, um, how do you describe them? Very earnest, sweet, welcoming. They're amazing people. They're people who care about him, even though they should have nothing to do with them. Uh, the whole premise is that one of them adopted him, essentially, and just brought him in and said, You're a stray. I'm going to make you fluffy again. And that's what happened. And so he's essentially their pet project. And he constantly... And they show him, like, love and good. they feed him good food and they, they include him on family things. They care about him and it's him dealing with the issues he had with his family, his foster family, and also dealing with some trauma in his early life. And also dealing with him being a shogi player and him trying to make a living and being the best he could be while bettering himself and, str and strengthening his personality as a person itself. And the story deals with a lot of emotion, a lot of elements that we don't want to go too far into because it is a little bit... Spoily. Well, I think we could... Uh, I'm going to lift the spoiler bit a little bit so we can talk a little bit about what's going on with Ray. So Ray's family died in a horrible car accident and he got adopted by his father's rival in Shogi. Because essentially the rest of his family were kind of rude and not taking him in no they were just like oh it's my bastard nephew we don't need him you can go to an orphanage so he ends up being adopted by this family but the problem is that because he's adopted by this family who's obsessed with shogi and he's a natural savant at it he outshines the rest of the family his the, the biological children and they end up getting very angry and hateful to him slightly abusive to him and he has to deal with this situation. And it's kind of him dealing with the stressors of a family that he's kind of overtaken. And he feels horrible about. So he says, you know what? I'm going to leave. I'm going to be on my own. I'll be fine. But this is a kid who's had a lot of trauma. He's alone and he's barely holding it together. Until one day. 
he gets semi-adopted by this family. Yep, and there's three sisters in this family. You have Akari, Hinata, who they call Hina, and Momo. And each one likes him for different reasons. You have uh, Akari, the oldest. She's in her 20s. And she likes him because, like, he's her pet project, but she sees him as her little brother. She does love him. She also recognizes he's going through something that her family's going through. And she's going through stuff, and he recognizes that, too. So they're kind of um, comrades in arms. Then we have Hina. Hina is the middle sister who's kind of holding everything together. She's almost like the oldest sister now. Because the oldest sister is kind of like a pseudo-mom. Yeah, she's the older sister. She deals with a lot. And also since she's 13, she is dealing with things like her first crush, first life, uh, the fact that their mother and grandmother died recently Mm -hmm. in the last two years. And she's just trying to be like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And she's slowly Not fine. 13 is a tough age to be for a girl. One. But she's also someone who's helping... Ray out and who is his grounding point. She's the one that makes him want to be a better person. Mm-hmm. So it hints that maybe something's going on with them or will go on with them, but we'll have to wait and see. And then there's Momo. Momo is a happy-go-lucky, sweet little girl. She's three years old. She doesn't know what's like going on. She's not a toddler. She's a little girl. Yep. She knows about things like uh, Botaro. <laughs> not to be confused with any legally speaking characters. And She's just like, she's just a fun, happy, loving little little girl. girl. And she's adorable and cute and fun and just really just, she doesn't know what's going on. At one point, there's an argument where, between the sisters, where Hinata says, well, you get all these extra mouths to feed, you get, you adopt cats, you adopt him, and then Momo's like, you're not my brother? And she has like a a crisis of faith. They're like, oh God, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Why are you not my brother? And they're freaking out because also it hints at, that she doesn't realize that the reason why they do certain things is because mom is no longer in the picture. Mom's not coming back. And she doesn't remember, so it's kind of a situation on that. And that's one element of the story which is really fascinating. It's the best part is him dealing with his family and them adopting him into this world. The other part is him dealing with Shogi and bettering himself. And that part's fascinating, especially because of what Shogi is. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar, Shogi is essentially a version of chess that's it's similar to chess. You have a bunch of units, you're trying to move them across a board to win. And Ray is a natural savant at this, and he's very well. He's currently a six don, which is you're about two-thirds of the way there. He's making money doing this. Yeah, he can take care of himself. But also because of reasons, he also goes to school part-time because it keeps keeps monotony out of his life because I'm pretty sure that if he didn't have school or the Hinata sisters, he would have done something. I'd like to think that he'd be okay. I want to say that, but yeah. And it's actually set in a real shogi hall in Sendagaya, uh, uh, Tokyo. Uh, He lives in a weird spot. He lives in Shinkala, which is across the river from uh, Sukata, which is pretty much Junetown and Marchtown. Junetown, where he lives, there is nothing. It's all industry stuff. Yeah, it's really industrial. There's no, like, little corner store. It's very, like, there's businesses. I don't even, like, we don't really even see him have neighbors. No. But he lives in a nice building, though. He has a huge apartment, but there's nothing in it. He literally just saves his money and buys bare minimum. Like, you see him in the first thing. He's like, I'm out of toilet paper. I have no food. You know what? I'm going to buy curtains instead so I can sleep in. 
The only thing he has is a really expensive shogi board. That's all. I think later on he does finally buy a bed. It's, but it's well, he's not, sleeping on a... A fut- futon. Yeah. But it's not because of him he wants to get the bed because someone else wants the bed. But that's getting into later stuff. Um... But then across the street in Marchtown, it's a town. It's a little. It's a little village where you have so all. So that's where there's the a grocery store. There's craft stores. There's everything you need. And there's the family as well. And like when, and they can run into each other constantly. Like at one point, he's going to the grocery store to get his his necessities, which are going to be because he doesn't know how to cook. He's a little kid, so well, not a little well, kid. He's a teenager. He's he seventeen. Does, yeah, but he never learned how to cook. He was always playing shogi, so he. Gets instant ramen, sweet buns, you know, like all the really good essential things. And because of that, he ends up actually just um, getting this and he runs into her. And she's like, but we invited you to eat. I guess you don't like our Why food. Why are you only eating all of this stuff? You don't want to eat with us a nice home-cooked meal? Yeah, and it's just a very unusual situation, which they guilt trip him into eating with them. And it's pretty good. I mean, it is a story about family and togetherness and actually let's get to what are the other parts the actual manga and what do you and it's actually denpa did a great job with this i think uh it has a actual poster in the front two-sided that looks really cool even though there's a cat that looks like an owl which they bring into they constantly comment on because it does look like an owl because it's got the like little winged yeah it's got this little wings and it's got the it has almost like a beak but it's a cat. But you can see his little tail. Yeah. And you have, in the manga besides, it has the, the French folds, which actually gets into each volume. So here's part one, here's part two. It also goes into some other elements as well, like the fact that every chapter we get the um, interviews with the shogi artist. Ooh. And then at the back, like a lot of mangas, we have a uh, little omagi with our author. With Umino-san, who's dressed up as, or her her chibi is? No, also, a teddy bear. A teddy bear with... With a beret and a pin. It's her just talking about how she got the job going and how she set up Ray, and she draws the two cats who are there. It's like the cats were stolen from the manga. Oh, the cats talk. Kind of. Well, all cats talk. But we see them, it's little notes like saying, You haven't fed us all day! It says, Lies! We're so hungry, we haven't eaten. Or there's a scene when um, his rival shows up and he looks completely like from a completely different manga. And he's like, yeah, and it says, chub. <laughs> but then some of the other characters are like, he looks like he's from another manga. So it is kind of fun that they do that. It's The production quality is great and it has the manga, the fresh book spell. Which is pretty good. Uh, what do you think about the actual uh, cover itself? Do you think it could have been more, or do you think it's good with the style? I think it kind of captures it, because he's a little depressed. He doesn't look super happy-go-lucky. That's kind of correct. It sets you It sets you up well. Yeah, and, but the art is beautiful. He needs a haircut. And there is a lot of dialogue in it, but it, it fits. Um, but it's all appropriate. It gives you a really good story. It does. And because of that reason... Um, Personally, I'm going to give this our highest rating, um, which is, uh, well, let's get to it. Our highest rating of really, really cool, this you have to read now. It's a well-done story that's unique and different. Um, This is not for anyone who likes just, I want a superhero story with a lot of action, adventure, fighting. That's not in this. 
There is a lot of emotional drama. There is some emotional conflicts. Um, there's an entire event where you have an abusive sister. That's the whole coming of age, slice oh, of life. That's the niche. Um, there are definitely, there are um, ninjas cutting onions in the room in this one. I may have cried. Uh, the One of the most poignant scenes is just a simple scene of Oban happens. For those of you who aren't aware, Oban is the uh, festival of, uh, what is it? It's honoring the ones who have passed. You're kind of calling them back. You put out offerings of their favorite foods. Um, yeah, it's kind of honoring those who have passed and saying that you miss them. So it's a lot of remembrance. And we see the beginning is when they show up. And he's commenting that they look like they're completely ignoring the situation. Like, just, oh, they're here, but they're not here. It's like they lit the fire, they have the, the animals, they made out of fruit, but nothing's happening. Then later on in the manga, you have the last night, and he shows up because something happens, and it's a completely different situation. You They're see, sad. Uh, it's because the, the, the spirits are leaving, and you see like the, one sister's like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm 100% fine. You're like, no, you're not fine. You're just holding it together. And then another one who has not reacted just breaks down. Says like... I'm going to go get the new uh, Hana no Yumi manga. I'll be back later. And then she just, that's what. She has a catharsis cry. She needed, she needed yeah. it though. But it's, and, but then there's another sequence when he's commented that he has not reacted about his family's death. Cause it wasn't just his parents that have passed, which we know about in the beginning. It was his whole family died. And he has a moment where something kind of clicks. It's, if you've ever lost someone in your life, you have moments where it's just something stupid, like you see something on the news, you're like, I want to talk to X, and it's like, wait a minute. Yeah, there are sad moments, but overall, but it's, it's kind of done very beautifully. It's cathartic good cry, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, well, like I said, that's that's what our thoughts are, and if you agree or disagree with us, you can email us, uh, zanspirekin.com, or tweet us at Spirekin, leave a comment down below on what you thought about it. Also... Speaking of which, let's get to the other part, which is the manga question of the day, which is going to be... Have you ever played Shogi? Yeah, uh, have you played it? Um, have you ever heard about it? Have you ever tried it? Because it's actually kind of fascinating and cool. And later on in this manga, uh, they actually have one of his rival characters, who's his quote-unquote best friend. <laughs> I don't think he's his best friend. I think he's a stalker. I think he's never going to leave him alone. No, he's not. They're going to be doing it forever. But he's he's writing a book about uh, all the pieces of Shogi, like a kid's book. Like, this is this guy. He does this. It's kind of clever how he does it. It's kind of cute. But it's something that I'm interested in that I definitely want to try out. But we digress. So, with that in mind, um, so besides that, everything else is going good pretty much. We've read a really cool manga that was a lot of fun. And um, there is an anime adaptation for it and a live action adaptation. The live adaptation action adaptation i've heard is amazing the anime one was on netflix now it's currently on crunchyroll and it's actually really faithful um it's almost shot for shot scene for scene and the translations are really close and there wasn't like a major like it's like oh this is a beautiful sequence it's like no it's the exact same sequence and it's done faithfully and i like how they portray chubby yes chub <laughs> yes the chubby the chubby boy who is not really chubby because he has just an ulcer. But uh, with that in mind, let's actually get to something kind of fun and kind of cool. We're talking about the manga releases for the last two weeks. Because it has been a little bit of time. 
So let's get to the manga releases of the week. Starting off with Akane Banashi Volume 1. Don't know what this is about, but it looks actually really cool. Uh, Next we have Attack on Titan Omnibus 12, Volumes 33 to 34. When is this series done? The series is over. Just, Just no more omnibuses. I'm getting really upset about the omnibuses for some reason. I don't know. These ones just make me mad. Just do the regular volumes or just release it as a box set at this point. Anyway, next is... Chronicles of an Aristocat Reborn in Another World, Volume 7. This one is a 7-5 of this unique uh, adaptation of a light novel. Then we have Delinquent Daddy and Tender Teacher, Volume 1. This is porn. It sounds dirty. Yep. Then we have Fangirl, Volume 3, the adaptation of the Rainbow Rowell uh, novel. So, yep, there's that. I'm standing on a million lives 15. Yes, this series is still going on, which I thought it would have ended. This one was just in with half guy who speaks in half sentences. That was just, that made me mad. Anyway, next one. Comey can't communicate, volume 26. Yes, officially Comey is dating. She's one of my favorites. They're dating each other finally, but now she has to deal with his family because they he now submit, I'm dating her. Scary. Last Game, Volume 2. Yes, the, the combat continues where he is trying to get her to confess that she likes him. We'll see what happens. Next we have Lazy Dungeon, Volume 2. I'm oh, sorry, Volume 5. I reviewed this. You can hear my review a couple episodes back. I, I have thoughts. Um, Lovesick Ellie, Volume 11. Mashoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, Volume 17. This is the one where he actually gets married. Yay. Yay. My Izekai Life, Volume 8. Peach Boy Riverside, Volume 12. Pokemon Sword and Shield, Volume 7. Quality Assurance in Another World, Volume 3. Rise of the Outlaw Tamer and his S-Rank Cat Girl, Volume 2. Shoha Shoten, Volume 3. Yes, back again, and now officially they've introduced the official rivals for the comedy duo main characters. Are they going to be good? Well, we're going to have to wait and see. Next we have Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle, Volume 21. She still hasn't been kicked out. They can't get rid of her. No, she got out and they brought her back to the kingdom. She ran away and went back and said, oh, I've been kidnapped again. Ah, let's sleep. Yep. Then we have the Hidden Dungeon Only I Can Enter, Volume 9. The Invisible Man and His Soon-to-Be Wife, Volume 2. I like this series because of the fact that the, the main female character is handicapable. She is blind, and I like that fact. It makes it very interesting. Uh, then we have The Villainous and the Demon Knight, Volume 2. We have Tokyo Aliens, Volume 4. Then, the best one ever! Yokai Cats, Volume 5. And we have some new yokai cats that have never been released in this one. And I do love the fact that it's actually just a regular cat on the cover. It's not one of the weird ones. Then we have Yokohama Kadaishi Kiko Deluxe Edition 3, which is going to be really cool. Then, that's for the last week. And then this week we had Atom, the beginning volume 6, the actual recreation of Astro Boy. Kind of creepy, but they're getting ready for that awesomeness, which is Pluto. By the Grace of the Gods, volume 9. Candy and Cigarettes, Volume 5. More fun with a child assassin and an old man. Children of the Whales, Volume 2020. Yep. Then Chojin X, Volume 3, made by the creator of Tokyo Ghoul. This series everyone's talking about. 
I don't know why. Correspondence from the End of the Universe, Volume 4. Heart Gears, Volume 1. This one looks kind of cool. I like the design of it. I don't know what it's about, though. This is definitely going on the wheel. Um, But next, How Not to Summon a Demon Lord, Volume 16. This looks like porn. I swear I won't bother you again, Volume 4. I'm the evil lord of an intergalactic empire. The light novel, volume five. This series is on the wheel of manga because it is so insane. The concept is just, I don't know. But I digress. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, volume 20. Loves in Sight, volume three. Marmalade Boy, collector's edition three. This series is still popular. It's selling off the charts because it's such an old series. This one's about a guy and a girl. They're dating, then they break up. Then their parents switch partners and they move into a house together. Oof. Then you have Medaka Kuroa is Impervious to My Charm, Volume 2, Yuri series. Then Mission Yozakuro Family, Volume 6. Then Mr. Villain's Day Off. I have to admit, this one looks awesome just because you have a panda bear. Look, he's <laughs> holding a panda bear because it's his day off. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go get a panda. Uh, then we have Mushoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, Light Novel, Volume 23. My Wife Has No Emotion, Volume 5, which is uh, not a series about an asexual wife, which that's really weird. Then we have Orient, Volume, volume 16. 16. Then Rooster Fighter, Volume 4, which I don't know why this series is popular. I have no interest in this series. It looks dumb. I mean, look, it looks dumb. Rooster fighting is a big thing. Yeah, but it's not like cockfighting. It's like literally like he's a martial artist rooster who fights other roosters. I, I just, it, I, I've checked out of There's this There's manga for everybody. There is. Anyway, next. Uh, then we have Apothecary Diaries, Volume 9. She officially has been promoted. This series is a lot of fun. The art, the the light novel is cool and the series is awesome. And the anime is coming out in, Septem- in September. Excited for that. Then we have The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses, Volume 5. Crazy. Then, The Girl Who Became a Fish. This is one of the cool mangas that's a weird shape. It's actually a hardcover that's gigantic. Huh. Uh, then we have... The Seven Deadly Sins Omnibus, Volume 11. Well, 11, Volume 31 through 33. And then Seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Volume 9. Mm-hmm. Then we have Way of the House Husband, Volume 10. This series is amazing. It's awesome. He is amazing and great and the best character ever. I will I will say this and I will admit this 100%. Then we have... Welcome to the Demon School. Your Makoon, Volume 3. And look, it's Murph and Connor on the cover. Yay! Oh, Murph and Connor. Do you know someone came to, to my job cosplaying as her? Yeah, I believe it. But the mouths were moving. Yeah. They're moving because Co- Murph and Connor eat things. And people say that she's like... She's the Luna Lovegood of the series, but I think she's the Hermione of the series. I don't know. All right. Next, we have Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead, Volume 11. Officially, a cure has been made. Yay! But we don't know what's going to happen with that. And then last, and that is the mangas for the last two weeks. And let's actually get to one other thing, which is kind of cool, which is the top five manga of the week, according to me. These are the ones I'm most excited about. We've got Akane... Banashi Volume 1. This series looks kind of cool. Don't know how it's going to go, but it should be pretty good. Then we have Heart Gear Volume 1. Again, cover looks really cool. Then we have Yokohama Kadaishi Kiko. This series I've enjoyed. I thought it was well done. I've reviewed this for so long. And it's one of my favorite series. It's just so unique and melancholy in its nature. It's 
the the term is it's um it's uh melancholy in its beauty because it's literally dealing with the end of the world but just like you're observing the end but in a very relaxed way then uh mr villain's day off because hey mr villain has a whatchamacallit mr villain has a uh day off panda he has a panda and then last and certainly not least we have zom 100 bucket list of the dead volume 11 this one looks really good, and it just, you know, Zion 100 is a lot of fun, because Akira is such a great character, especially with everything that has happened to him throughout the series, you know? Anyway, so those are our manga releases of the week. Let us know which ones you're most excited about, which ones you liked, which one didn't you like. Let us know. Uh, you can email us or send questions to us or however you want to do it. So, yeah. So with that in mind, first off, uh, we'd like to thank every single one of you. Every email we get, every comment we get, just makes me want to keep keep doing this podcast. Now, how long have I been doing this podcast for? Way too long. A long time. Over or fi- fifteen years now, and I know the Zan cap is missing. Some of you are like, "Why doesn't he have a Zan cap on?" It's yeah, it had to go in the wash. But I'm excited for it, and I am so. I want to thank all of you. Just every message makes me want to keep doing this. So remember to like, share, subscribe. Uh, go to our website, www.spirekin.com. Or you can go to YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Spirekin. Hit the bell. Click subscribe button. Hit the bell for notification. Tell your friends about us. And if you enjoy what we do, you can help us create more fun content for you to enjoy with our Patreon. ta We've got four awesome tiers you can choose from with tons of free content and unique content for each tier. The newest thing we have is a behind-the-scenes thing for Otakon, and we're coming up with a review for an upcoming TV series. Should be a lot of fun, I think, right? And the more I'm on here, the more bloopers will be available. Yes. And also, because of a little survey I did, we may be doing a Zan has never seen Greta scene stuff. That's a good one. It's going to be kind of cool. We're going to have some nominations on that, and we have a kitty that has attacked us. Who is a good kitty. Because she has discovered what I call squishies, but they are liquid treats. You know, the little squishy ones that you squeeze out of a tube. What are they actually called? I have no idea. Guru Guru. Guru Guru treats. But this little cat has been obsessed with them since I found out about them. But digress. So with that in mind, let's get to the most popular part of the episode. And that part that you all have been waiting for. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one. That only... The Wheel of Manga. You gotta do it right. I can't do it. The Wheel of Manga! Except no substitutes now. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with ten slots on it. And what we've done is we've designed a manga tile to each of the ten slots. So we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the title that's in that number is the one we're going to review in the next episode. And can you move it to one? Because we've got some great titles on here. We've got a Pyranmon. We've got Blood Sweat. We've got Goodbye Eerie. I'm the evil overlord of an intergalactic empire. My, uh, my favorite... I cannot read that one. My favorite caveman? No. Uh, I know what it is. My favorite something. Then 100 Girls Who Really, 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 Really Like You. Shiori Expression. Jimi Hendrix. Solo Leveling. Touring After the End. And Wisteria Wand Sword. And then Blood Sweat. So let's spin and see we're going to review the next episode, shall we? I'm the evil overlord of an intergalactic empire. Another Isekai. Yay! Yay! 
The question is, will it be better than reincarnated as a space mercenary with the world's greatest ship? Because I hated that manga. And I hated the light novel. It was so bad. How, how long was I ranting about that one for? I think you're still ranting about it. <laughs> but yeah, so the next episode we're going to be reviewing that and talking about some other really cool things. So um, remember to like, share, subscribe. As usual, I am Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonsville. Catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. We'll see you later.